today we are looking to be speaking about physiotherapy. I'm going to be talking to Mr. Dalrymple, who is a, a young man. I would think that you have been in the field for a long time, though, based on the conversations that we've had about, about everything around physiotherapy and injuries and recovery and rehab, all kind of thing. Basically, my, my entry into physiotherapy came through sports and, and my love for sports. Um, <laughs> I can try to make this story as short as possible. But when I, when, I was, when I was younger, I used to play a lot of cricket. I, I thought I was pretty good at it. Um, and I wanted to pursue it as a career, right? To be honest, I, I wanted to pursue it as a career. Um, however, along the lines, the powers that be um, insisted that I had an education and not throw all my eggs in the sports basket. Right. Right. Which, which, by the way, was a fantastic decision, um, mm. I must say. Of course, at the time, it didn't seem that way. And so I started to look at professions that I thought would keep me as close to the sport as possible. And um, physiotherapy was one of them. And honestly, that's how I, I learned about physiotherapy. Because from seeing the guys running onto the field in football games, um, knowing of the physios that work with cricket teams and what's not, and in, in the different sports, and, and that's, that's where I kind of saw myself at that point. Um, being, being heavily involved in sports, just simply out of my love for sports. Um, then, one of the prerequisites to, to get into the program is to, is to do your volunteer hours. So when I did my volunteer hours at the, at the QEH, that exposed me to actual physiotherapy. Mm -hmm. So it was there that I learned about the different aspects of physical therapy, physio, physical, I guess we'll get into defining those two if there's a difference just now. But um, that actually got me into to physiotherapy and, and when I realized how dynamic the field was and how widespread it was, and it was not just isolated to sports and sporting injuries, I, 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 I fell in love with it. I, I was like, yeah, this is, this is, this is my thing. Um, and I don't have to focus on one area. I can, I can express myself in, in different areas of the field. And um, the rest, as they say, is history. But that, that's fantastic. So you can imagine that you went from disappointment being that the powers that be deemed that um, education was the way to go rather than, than plowing away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the sun. Uh, um, in all the fields, but yeah, no, it actually steered you in the direction that you have come to really love and appreciate. Yeah, exactly. And a, a funny, funny story that I can give you real quick. Mm -hmm. Myself and one of my close friends, we, we had a discussion a time back because I was feeling a little bit discouraged about not being able to play cricket at a level that I thought I was capable of. And I was telling him that I gave up a lot for cricket because... I gave up an opportunity to go to um, national volleyball trials to play cricket. I stopped swimming to play cricket. I stopped karate to play cricket. Um, I stopped tennis to play cricket. And because cricket took up basically a whole Saturday, and then you had to train during the week after school. And and um, I was saying, I, I, I just can't believe that I gave up all this and got nothing. But ironically, I got a fantastic opportunity to work with sports, with cricket, 
to go to a, a regional Super 50, to fortunately be part of the winning team. And I mean, it was fantastic. So, yeah, I, I, I really can't say I have any regrets. Man, that, 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 that is brilliant. But I know I, I know I see it in the gym, you know, moving through the athletic and thing, but I didn't know that you had all of these strings, volleyball, <laughs> tennis, karate. Yeah. I didn't know that you had all that going on, face. Yeah, so I got a black belt, man. Don't mess with me. <laughs> but I think that's a real good lesson, though, Fizz. Um, I, I can hear you know in, in speeches in the future, speaking to the young ones and letting them know, you know what, you know, at the end of the day, when one door closes, there's another opportunity just staring in the face, and something you know that you can actually then really yeah, always into your own and perfect. So that's that's really good. Always, that's really always. Good. So you spoke about um, the, the difference between physical and physiotherapy a little bit. Mm -hmm. So can you elaborate on that? Yeah, I could elaborate very, 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 very quickly. There's absolutely no difference. Um, they're, they're, they're one and the same. Some, some schools of thought will tell you that the physical therapists use more manual techniques, while the physios use more exercise-based techniques. But right. In general, there's there's really there's really no difference. Yeah, there's, mm -hmm. there's really no difference in the two. We use them interchangeably. Okay. Okay. Great. Yeah, man. So GOB W sixty seven is saying black belt queen, which is destined to be one of your new nicknames. Bigger itself. Does it say Kempo days? And the girl Tommy Bigger say um, look at look at you. Kempo days. Yeah, man. Our elite four said everything work out, mate. Kachina, no, Lan. She said, oh, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's really good. I, I really like that, that, um, that story that you can definitely tell to, to the young ones later on. So sure. as we delve a little bit further, you know, let, let me speak about the role. Because you said about mm. this, this sporting aspect, which is what really got you into to looking into physiotherapy. But then you also spoke about the more diverse nature of physiotherapy. So, can, so we can tell me a little bit about that. Right. So basically, basically what physios do and who physios are and our role is to help people, right, who might be affected by injury, illness, um, or disability as well. All right. Mm -hmm. um, we do this. We help them through movement and exercise. Um, as well as a variety of manual techniques that we use. Um, we also play and uh, should play a, a key role in educating the public. And I, that's, that's an area that I think sometimes we fall short in. But, but you're here now doing it. Yeah, exactly. I was just about to say, but I'm glad for this opportunity to, you know, try to do my part to help correct it. But yeah, we educate and advise as well. So it's basically about helping people helping the injured, the ill, you know, those with disabilities. And we do it through movement, through manual techniques, through exercise, you know, educate, right? And education, I think, is a very important part of our job. Um, and we, we basically help maintain health for persons mm -hmm. of all ages, literally from the cradle to the grave, literally. And, um, yeah, we, we help with pain management. People know that about us a lot. We help with pain management. And we can also help in the prevention of diseases like these NCDs. Um, you know, and, and I think I think that's that's what physio really is all about in a nutshell. The the ability to help people, you know, 
actually the methods that we use. So not only are you speaking about the actual physical medicine after you've been diagnosed, we're yeah. also speaking about the maintenance in that regard. So we have the, you know, the phase where we're getting better. We have the phase where we're maintaining. And you're talking about the phase of preventative medicine as indeed, well, right? Indeed, 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 indeed. Right. And I think, I think education plays a big part in that, in, in that first mm -hmm. phase um, of, of prevention. And it's, it's always said that prevention is better than cure, and it really is. And I mm -hmm. guess we can touch on some stuff later down that will highlight that as well. Um, but, I mean, it's, it's, it, it really is about getting the message out there that we need to move and keep moving, you know? And, and yeah, I, I know you already moved up, boss, Kurt. No, but, yeah. Just one of them, yeah. Yeah, yeah we, we ne really need to get our message out there. So, again, it's really great to have these kind of platforms to do it. I really love that you spoke about that entire gambit there because a lot of times when we speak about physical therapy, um, a lot of persons may look at his, oh, shoot, well, I, I get hurt, my hand mash up. What are you going to do? Call Ghostbusters, no, sorry. Go to the physiotherapist, you know. Um, but the preventative aspect, you know, I, I, as you correctly said, that is very, very important. And get that education out there. Indeed. So, so, so important. So we can delve a little bit into that education, set of things a little bit, because I'm really intrigued about the aspect of some of the items that we would not necessarily think about that yeah boy we could do a whole live on that one alone but but yeah man um <laughs> but yeah so we we are so much more than just the the stereotypical you know massage and 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 I spot maybe, you know, we, we do so much more than that. We are so much more than just, you know, um massage. You know, and, and massage was Yeah, massage is a word I really didn't want to use here because it kinda gets under our skin as physios somewhat where, you know, we, we people just think of us as just giving massages, you know. And no disrespect to the masseuse or the massage therapist at all, but you know, our profession is, is so much more. Um, so, yeah, we, we, we do um, comprehensive examinations and assessments, you know, for our patients and our clients. And we, then we evaluate these findings, you know, we formulate diagnoses and, you know, we consult with different areas and different expertise. So, like Dr. Drake's and, and the others, you know. We consult with all of them on patient care and what's not. And we implement treatment plans, of course. So, again, so much more than just, just massage. But to touch directly into some of the areas that, that people really wouldn't think about physio in, pediatrics mm -hmm. is one of them. Um, and to touch a little bit on pediatrics, actually today I was telling... My colleague Mia, that that's a really boring part, but <laughs> it really isn't to be fair. Um, and pediatrics is for you, so there there are a lot of things you can do literally from the time you were born because there's some some injuries that you sustain at birth, right? So you can have uh, your, your herbs palsies, your 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 um your 
your herbs, your cystic fibrosis, scoliosis in children, um, mm -hmm. a whole heap, a whole heap of stuff. And their physios here, um, in case we didn't know that, in case you didn't know that, that worked specifically in those areas. Um, those guys work with the Children Development Center, and they they they, they do a fantastic job with with the children. You know, cerebral palsy, developmental delays, all of those things, physiotherapists help with in pediatrics, right? Um, yeah. Another area, unless you want me to do a little, say a little bit more on peds, but... Man, you, you just really piqued my interest there, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. man, ask away. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I got a number of questions. They actually think that this is something that we could probably delve into a little bit later. All right, cool. So I'll just give you the others that, that I can mm. think of off the top of my head. Well, not off the top, because i got my cues here to help me remember to stay on track. But okay. pediatrics, women's health is another one. Mm -hmm. And women's health uh, entails stuff like pelvic floor dysfunction, um, mm. pelvic pain in general, um, osteoporosis, which is something that affects females a lot. Um, there's There are things like prenatal and postnatal care. So your Lamaze before walking you through and taking you through the stages of 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 what you should and could expect. Um just let me stick a pin here. No Denisa. Mm -hmm. But um <laughs> prenatal and postnatal care that's that's what physios do. So with women's health that, that falls under that purview. We do some lymphedema as well. And now that I mentioned lymphedema, I'll also mention... You gotta explain that one. No problem. But as I mention it, let me just mention that a lot of these areas overlap, right? So don't think of it as one specific area, but a lot of them overlap. Okay. Lymphedema is is where we help to 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 drain and, and, and channel fluid that has built up. So if you have damaged lymph nodes, usually post-surgical, um, and we see it a lot in cancer patients, and oncology is another area of physical therapy, right? So oncology is another specialty, and oncology is in dealing with cancers and, and what's not, any, um, any effects that result from that. So lymphedema is the instead will help in clearing those those channels, clearing those drainage pathways, right? So that the the lymph nodes and the system can get back to functioning as it should. Um, outside of women's health, we have geriatrics, which you know is a is a is a bit of a spot for me as well. Um, I really believe yeah, I really believe in active aging and I think physios have a big role to play. In, in the older population aging actively. I think we have long passed the time where you should retire and stay at home on your couch. Um, I, I think, yeah, I think that we need to, to, to change that dynamic in society. And I think Absolutely. it's a cultural thing and cultural things take a bit of time to change. But I think that physios need to, you know, get out there and, and start, you know, putting that, putting that foot forward as well in, in the area of geriatrics. But yeah, we work with the elderly. And the elderly is a specific population because there are a lot of different different um, circumstances and injuries and ailments that affect the elderly 
differently um, to how they would affect you and I, right? Um, so simple things like balance, meaning that you get to spend the last, the last 20 years of your life walking as opposed to wheelchair bound because we came in and showed you how to balance going upstairs. Aye. You know? So you didn't, you didn't slip, you didn't fall, you didn't break the hip and never walked again. So at Perfect. 95, you know, you could still get up and walk. At 100, you could walk to, to the door and open it and invite the governor general in. And that's another area, you know, that's another area that we're involved in, geriatrics. Um, another one is cardiopulmonary, uh, which is cardio, heart, pulmonary lungs. So heart and lung, work of breathing, that sort of thing. So we were in, this one will happen mostly in acute settings, such as hospitals, where you have patients who are bedridden, who are ventilated at times, who are even sedated at times. And we start our physio intervention from then, right? And it helps to maintain function. And it, so that when they're off sedation and, and they're able to, to, you know, orient themselves in, in place and time and follow instructions, it's a little bit easier moving forward to get them to sit up in bed and stand up and take steps and walk, right? Because if you've been ventilated for a while, trust me, things that seem as simple as sitting up in bed become difficult, right? right. So that's another area we, we are involved in. And in, those, in that cardiopulmonary area also involves cardiac care. So the heart attacks, you know, um, the pneumonias, you know, the bronchitis, the bronchiectasis, the, the, the whole range of, of lung conditions, COPD, asthma, um, all of those areas we, we have a hand in as well. And I know we can talk a little bit later about um, physios and COVID. So mm -hmm. I will save a little bit of that for then. All right? Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll save a little bit of that, <laughs> that cardiopulmonary yeah. stuff for then. I see that. I see Neuro that. Is already there, you know. She, yeah, she's, she's, yeah, she, yeah, very much so. We we play a very important role in COVID. Research has proven it that we play a very important role in COVID and in keeping those mortality rates down, and and as well as getting persons back to full function after after COVID. Right. Okay. Well, after after they've been off vent, let's say they were on vent and and what's not even in reintegrating them into society because there are long-lasting effects from COVID sometimes, something called long COVID, that's L-O-N-G. So, um, yeah, but we will touch on that a bit later. Neuro. Yeah, so before, before you touch oh, the you, next point, uh, all right. mm -hmm. your, your, your gas station is in here <laughs> uh, presenting more <laughs> nicknames. I ain't going to repeat that, though. <laughs> presenting more nicknames for you. Um, Mia is in here. She says she's, she's proud. Queen. I got big up Mia actually because yeah. Thanks, I remember <laughs> when I had two injuries and I was able to call Mia. Um, I had a, an injury to my wrist uh, and I also had an injury to my chest and I was able to call Mia. Mia had me sorrow in two days. I was pain free. So I really yeah, got big up Mia. I, I, very, I am very grateful to this day for, for that. Sure, I, got, I, 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 can't, I can't not take this two seconds to say something about Mia for the time. I, I got in Jamaica because she was there before me and um, she kind of showed me the ropes then and has basically had my back ever since. So, mm -hmm. you know, I, I got to give big props to Mia. You know, she, she, she has been there. 
But yeah. May walk out that you're ready for the spotlight, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, man. The stage is yours again, my bro. Right. So Nero. Um Neuro is another area of physical therapy that we that we well another area in our specialty of physical therapy. And neuro, neuro is short for neurology. Right? So you have your neurological conditions, you know, which can be um stuff like MS, multiple sclerosis, spinal cord injuries, that kind of thing. Um right. even even stuff like fibromyalgia. Um, neuropathy, yes, sciatica is even even considered a, a, a neuro problem, right? And so, it's areas neurology is areas involving the neurological system. Stroke is a big one. Stroke is a big one because because that really affects it, and um, that's that's one of the main ones here in Barbados. Stroke rehab, right? And we have we have physios here who specialize in stroke. So, who specializes in stroke rehab? You know, so that's that's another important one. Um, I mentioned, I touched on oncology earlier, which is you know treatment of different types of cancer, right? And um, you know, and the symptoms also associated with that. So, cancer can can so a tumor, a cancerous tumor, can lead to let's say a neuro a neurological condition because it can rest on a nerve. It can lead to muscle weakness, which is, you know, basic or, or ortho, which is what a lot of people know us, know us as and know us for. So oncology is, is a, another specialty in, in, in physiotherapy. And there are physios around the world who do a myriad of different things, right down to, to palliative care, palliative care physios. Yeah, and obviously the ones that we know of are the ortho, which is the muscle injuries, the the bone, muscle, tendons, tissues, and we know of um, sports, which is the one that I started off talking about. You know, the action guys that run onto the field. Although that's not one third of the story, your work your work does not happen on the field. For for all of those like me, who thought that 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 was where it is, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, I, I see that one working with animals as well. There, there is there is a market for for um, physiotherapy with respect to animals. Animals rehab. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a big one here in Barbados, but it is definitely out there. There, there are so many avenues, and that's that that is one of the things I love about this profession. I I don't think you can get bored. Absolutely, they were. Um, Craig, you mentioned about working with infants, uh, young mm-hmm. children. One of the things that immediately came to me is like, how, how easy, and I didn't know that that situation has to be very delicate. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> to, to work with a, a, a little baby in a situation like that. Uh, to be honest, um, it is, it, it, it can be challenging in ways, and it, it can be not so challenging in others. Um, it's not one of my preferred areas to work, if I'm completely honest with you. But working with, yeah, working with working with with pediatrics can be a bit challenging because it's a little bit difficult for them to express themselves to you, um, especially the younger they are. You know, mm-hmm. so if you get something like a 
you know, like a, a herbs and a baby, herbs palsy and a baby is, is it's a little bit difficult. But you need to trust your skills. And, and that's why as physios, we, we train a lot and we study a lot because you need to trust your skills and in, 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 in circumstances like that. And as long as you, as long as you know what you're doing, um, as long as you trust your skills and, and you're, you are, you are competent, which all of our physiotherapists here in Barbados are, um, it, it actually, it actually doesn't become very, very difficult. And must, I must say that we are very creative here as well. So I've, I've worked with a, a little guy with hip dysplasia. That, that was an injury of, of the, of the hips, um, when he was when he was born, when the little guy was born, um, he had a surgery to correct it, and I had to try to get him to use his his hips again. Like, so if I'm talking to you, I can tell you that we're doing three sets of ten reps of hip abduction or you know hip flexion, and we we worked that way about three or four years old. That's that's a no no. So right. yeah, he actually had me running through. Um, I was working at a hospital at the time. He actually had me running through the QEH department, playing tight to get him to use his hips and run, kicking a football nice. to, to you know, try to get him to, to engage in hip flexion and uh, a, a host of different stuff, pretending to kick me. And, yeah, but it, it can be difficult, Kurt. It can be, but it doesn't have to be, you know. And, and once, once you trust your skills as a clinician and, you know, we've all studied enough and, and we continue to do, um, educational work in, in the field of physiotherapy um, and um, it, with that we know that, that we have the skills here to, to, to really manage any situation. Your character suggests that you would be pretty much ideal to work with children as well you know because you have the character to be able to get the best over them. I've, I've been told that okay I've been told that um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know but I I don't know. I've been told that, and and to be honest, the the ones I've treated, we've gotten along really well, um, mm -hmm. and I I've never really had serious issues with them. But um, yeah, it's 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 not my preferred area. I, I don't know, but <laughs> so Mark is Mark Howell, aka Thor, is saying he had no idea how diverse the profession is. Yeah, well, listen. This is unbelievably educational. Trust me, it definitely is because I, I am definitely learning a lot here as well. Um, Dawn, Bar Barbados Glaucoma Week, says, sounds like you can have a lot of fun. Can ask yeah, you Dawn. can. You can. Yeah, yeah, you can. Especially treating the peach can be a lot of fun. Yeah. Denise is saying, uh, <laughs> when they pretend to kick you. <laughs> 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 but Melissa was quick to point out that you are at work. <laughs> So we actually spoke a little bit about, you know, working within the pandemic. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I just want to say that, yeah, they said, I agree. He is great for that area. I think that anybody that know you in here, right, you can drop the comment. Anybody <laughs> that knows you in here can definitely say that you'll be great to work with children. Not that you won't be great to work with anybody, that's the truth. But I really feel like you will go especially with the children. Um, oh boy, I don't know. I might go rethink my my career choices, man. My 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 specialty areas and stuff. <laughs> but the beautiful thing is that it's so diverse, as we touched on earlier. Just exactly, like, so exactly. Diverse, you know, 
and experiment with until you really find what you absolutely fall in love with. You know? yeah, so we spoke about the pandemic, you know, and we spoke mm -hmm. about how physiotherapists have now been working with persons to help them to deal with long COVID and help them to recover, not even even if it ain't long long COVID, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so touch on that a little bit there for me, my bro. Um, yeah, so COVID has literally, and I mean literally, changed the world. Um, it has turned a lot of our norms upside down. And that includes some of some of our citizens, some of our some of the people, some some of our patients, some of our clients. And in COVID specifically, um, we work in the acute setting as well as in the you know in a clinical setting up until discharge, and even then we continue to work. Um, so basically, in in the acute setting, and and early re and it's been proven scientifically, as short a time as it's been with COVID, that early intervention by physios, and in some places you'll have your respiratory therapists who will, who will, work, who will do the work as well. Um, it's been proven that early, early rehab has proven to work, you know? Um, and that early rehab can be, you know, as simple as so not as simple as early as working with a patient who is ventilated and sedated, right? Uh, but before I touch on that, let me just give a little background into, into why a patient might be ventilated and sedated from, from COVID. Quick stuff. Right. So hmm. as we know, COVID, COVID can affect the lungs. It doesn't have to, but it can. Some people are asymptomatic. Some people are mildly symptomatic. Some people are severe. And one of those mild to severe, and probably more in more severe cases, is the effect that COVID has on the, on the lungs, right? right? So you might be wondering how a glorified, a glorified flu can get you on a vent, right? But it's, 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 it's more than that, right? So COVID can affect your lungs, so it can cause inflammation of the lungs, right? Mm -hmm. Which leads to pneumonia, right? And I know people hear about pneumonia a lot. And I'm just going to tell you a little bit of what pneumonia is. So pneumonia is an infection of the... In your lungs, there are these small little air sacs, right? And those air sacs are where oxygen exchange occurs, right? So that's mm -hmm. where your body gets its O2 and helps get rid of the carbon dioxide. So you need the oxygen to be in the blood, you know, to be healthy. Yes, and sir. if those if those air sacs get infected, right, it can make breathing it can make breathing a little bit difficult, and it mm -hmm. can make oxygenation very difficult, meaning right. oxygenating the blood, mm -hmm. right, and that's why you get really ill with COVID, right, right. Um, and that that pneumonia is not the end of it. It can lead to something called acute respiratory distress syndrome, right? Which is where fluid is collected in the lungs. Mm -hmm. And if you think of the lungs as a balloon, if you pour fluid in a balloon, there's no way for air to go, right? right? So 
if you don't have air, if you don't have oxygen, oxygen cannot get to your vital organs. So then you get kidney failure, you get liver failure. And by the time you reach that stage, you're on a vent. And if you're not on one, you will be on one very, very shortly. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So it, it, it's, that's kind of how it progresses. And, and just let me throw a, a thing here for, for that being one of the reasons why we need to be really careful and stick to the protocols, even though that we've been given a little bit of freedom. But yeah, honing back in on physio, when that happens and you're ventilated and sedated, nothing works. So your muscles are, you know, down. And by the way, you use muscles to breathe as well, mm -hmm. right? It doesn't, it doesn't just happen. You know, you use muscles to breathe. The intercostals, the diaphragm is a muscle. So you, you use your muscles to breathe. And in, in COVID, what can happen is that if you end up on a ventilator, which is a machine that breathes for you, um, and you're, you're ventilated and sedated, our early intervention has been proven to help, right? And to help decrease the instances of mortalities, right? And that early intervention can be as simple as doing range of motion exercises, meaning that you lie down and you just we come in and move your elbows so that you don't get stiff. Because you don't want to be off the vent and, you know, can't, risk, can't raise a shoulder, can't bend an elbow, can't move a wrist, can't hold a pen, you know? So you, you don't want that to happen. So we, we intervene there. And we also intervene in the cardiopulmonary aspect of it, meaning the chest aspect. So sometimes what, what we can do and what we will do is something called suctioning, if it's indicated. And suctioning really... It's just trying to get the secretions, uh, what you would call, you know, when you got the cold, what you call a sputum that you bring up, right? I call it, uh, we, we just call it secretions. Get those secretions off the chest, right? And if it's indicated, we'll suction to get them off. We'll use other breathing techniques as well to get them off. So they're, they're breathing techniques that we can use even when you're ventilated and sedated which don't require you to actively participate, right? And that is, that is the scope of physio, such is the scope of physio, right? We, we have those specific skills that we can help you even in that state, right? And then, as I mentioned, there's a range of motion where you move the limbs, the legs, the hips, the knees, the joints to stop them from seizing up, to stop them from getting um, disuse arthritis in some cases and for the muscles disuse atrophy where the muscles just waste away right mm -hmm. and 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 that so we move from there and you know with the doctor's intervention the respiratory therapist the physiotherapist and the grace of the most high god we get you off the vent eventually and you come down to by the way you don't just pull out the vent and say breathe <laughs> there's a stage of weaning you know? Right. So you wean, you wean the person off the vent. And physios are vital in that aspect as well because they help with your work of breathing. So that short of breath feeling that you have, they help to retrain your muscles of breathing. Right? Mm -hmm. and, and that's the, so the short of breath feelings that you, that you may have in simply rolling from your back onto your side. 
mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so we will then we then come in and we work with with you the patient as well as with the medical team using our, our techniques and our interventions to help with the breathing the work of breathing right so help tell your breathing muscles we move past that so we be helping to wean you off the vent so you're off the ventilator you no longer need oxygen uh, we're there again for mobility so something as simple as i mentioned sitting up and by the way once you're off sedation and alert enough you can sit up and you can take steps even when you're on a ventilator even okay. when you're still ventilated right mm-hmm. and that early mobility is what has been proven to help right that that early being able to mobilize that patient at the earliest possible time is what's proven to be helpful in in COVID times and in treating COVID patients. Um, that being said, of course, it means that you also have to know your ventilator. So you have to know your ventilator settings and ventilators don't come with one wire attached to the patient. You may have a patient attached to 40 wires, but wow, it means that you need to know that area as well. Right? So that, those are just other things that physiotherapists have to know and, and other things that we do. So yeah, we move it on from the vent. You're off vent, you're in the bed, maybe an oxygen mask, maybe not. We then help you to sit up. So you're sitting up and we retrain your postural muscles. So we retrain your core, your back, you know, all of those muscles that you use just to simply sit up. Right, and we we take it for granted stuff that we take for granted, and I took it for granted for a long time too until I had to work with them, until right. I had to work with patients who literally could not sit up because they had been sedated and ventilated for a month or more, right? And from there, you get into standing up, right? And that's a different app. And by the way, a key word for physiotherapists is function, Mm -hmm. right? Because uh, what we do is try to retrain functional movement, right? It doesn't make sense if you can bend your elbow, Kurt, but you can't bring it to your mouth. Right. So you understand what I mean? So it's it's a functional movement. So Mm -hmm. stuff like rolling onto your side is a functional movement. Stuff that we take for granted, right? So, then we go to standing. So, we stand, we help to retrain those muscles. So, now we introduce in the legs, muscles in the legs. And remember, while you were ventilated and sedated, we were moving those legs every day to maintain this range and maintain some tone if we can. Right? And we were, so you're here and you're standing now. And then, you walk. Right? Then you walk. So, it's another retraining there. And walking after a while, after being ventilated and sedated, can be tough on the, on the cardiopulmonary system. Can imagine right? doesn't big muscles use no. Right. So we're there for that. We're there for that as well. And from there, so we get you up out the bed, we get you walking, we get you breathing on your own, no oxygen, no supplementary oxygen needed. Good to go fit for discharge, through the door, never to see us again. No, wrong. We're still there. So we now follow up with our outpatients. 
So you discharge, mm-hmm. and we follow up your outpatients. And this is all tied into COVID, right? Because the aim is to get you functioning in society again. Right. To get your, yeah, to get you as functional as possible. So we get you back up, back to work, we follow up with you. And we, fi- we find out, of course, we would have known your, probably found out your profession from interacting with you. And then we can, we can do things to kind of hone in on that area. So if you're a mason, you know, I may not necessarily want you to just be doing a knee extension. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you're a mason, I want you to be doing some overhead stuff. I want you to be able to, you know, use your arms. And all of that falls under our, our, our purview as physiotherapists. And then we get into the long COVID, L-O-N-G, COVID. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where people have symptoms for in excess of weeks, months, and I mean, it may be a little bit too early to say years in, in the grand scheme of COVID, but right. the way COVID has been, I wouldn't put it's it past best. years coming into the equation <laughs> at some point. But from what we know, um, you can have effects for weeks and sometimes months after, right? And it usually happens if the, for the more severe COVID that you've had, but it doesn't mean that it only has to be if you were on a ventilator. You can suffer these effects sometimes even from mild to moderate um, cases of COVID-19. All right? So um, stuff like shortness of breath would be, would be common and more prevalent. Sometimes chest pain, chest tightness, you know, problems with your memory, problems with concentration, difficulty sleeping heart palpitations, you know, stuff like that. That that so it COVID can linger in your system and and even though you've beat the the COVID nineteen virus and your test is negative, you haven't really beat it as yet. Because really? you're not a functioning member of society. No. You can't walk up a flight of stairs without calling for the oxygen masks. So that's 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 not a real function. Right? And physios are important there again because we don't have to work with you to help to improve and, and increase your, your tolerance, your exercise tolerance, right? And then we hand over to guys like you, Kurt, who do a fantastic job as well in the area of specialty exercise and, and keeping people moving and, and all of that. And, and, that's, and that's why physio is such a, you know, is, is, is an area that crosses over paths with a lot of other, a lot of other areas. But yeah, just to, to stick it to COVID, um, all of those things we, we, we help and we work with from simple strengthening of muscles that you use daily and that you will need daily to, to chest pain, shortness of breath, helping to improve your work of breathing or well, decrease the amount of work you have to do to breathe um, mm. to get you back to, to function right? And I don't want to use the word normal because we're not abnormal, but it's, 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 it's just an illness, right? And our job is to get you functioning again, right? And, and that's, that's a large part of the role that we play during the COVID-19 pandemic in treating COVID patients. And if I could just also say that 
exercising and 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 things like that help to boost your immune system so if you do it before you catch covid it can help you decrease your chances of contracting the virus right and in addition to that we have been on lockdown all over the world for sometimes months Never. yeah yeah months it feels like it feels like years sometimes and exercise can help with psychological stuff as well so stuff like depression anxiety stuff like that so it is is really all encompassing yeah is is and even in covid you can see where all the other areas of physical therapy come into play cardiopulmonary neurological orthopedics you can see we're all tying just with treating a COVID-19 patient. And we don't only have COVID-19 patients because people still fall off ladders and break hands and yeah. people still get in accidents, right? So, you know, it's, it's, it's just important. And if I can leave a major point and a take-home point is to move, just exercise. It does not have to be strenuous. Yes, it doesn't have to be strenuous. It doesn't have to be a near-death experience like myself every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturdays. You know, <laughs> it really doesn't have to be a near-death experience, but <laughs> but uh, but it can be. It can be fun. It can be entertaining. It can be exciting. If you like to dance, dance. You know what I mean. If you if you like to tune in to the style home party. Uh, waka, waka, if that's what it takes, if that's what it takes for you to exercise, do it. You know? Um, but just move. That's that's the key. Just move. Exercise. It will help. Even short bouts, five minutes, three minutes, three to five minutes can help boost your immune system. And that might be enough to save you from COVID and to save you from having to see me every day for the next three months of your life, you know? So mm -hmm. that's that's my take home message here. Just 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 keep moving, keep exercising, um, keep working out, you know. Um, and it does not have to be it does not have to be tough. It doesn't have to be anything that that you think is gonna kill you. You know? Mm -hmm. And and yeah, man, I I just really hope that, that that's help. I you know, help to bring some light to what we do as physiotherapists and some light on the profession. Um, on a, on a whole, I know we've probably gone over time, but we am I? I I don't think anybody in here minds the fact that we have gone over time, sir. The information that we have got this evening has been fantastic. I I felt as though that I was in the classroom here, but really fascinated by what I was <laughs> learning here, especially when you spoke about the the entire aspect of of dealing with COVID, helping persons to recover from COVID. That is massive. That's a lot. Um, the the entire process. I was really intrigued yeah, when you spoke about persons who are sedated. Are you still ensuring that they get that range of motion work? Because even yeah. though they are not voluntarily doing it, there is definitely a benefit to still moving around the joint. And that that okay, really so. I mean, all of it there was fantastic. But that part really really piqued my interest, there, Quinn. Um, yeah, there were some comments so. in there. I can just pick up a few. Um, swimmer, swimmer, swimmer made a point. Swimmer sprint. He said he missed the beginning of the live, but from working as a PT in the US, he has seen some very interesting patient presentations post COVID. 
very peculiar. And uh, I'm sure that yeah. in your continuous learning about dealing with this, because I imagine that you get information almost every day now. Because of course, you, yeah, especially with COVID, you, you, yeah, you gotta keep on top. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, so I mean, I don't sure see them. I don't see. Patients. I don't see COVID patients daily. I, I, I don't think mm. I've ever seen one. But yeah, you, you still mm. gotta, still gotta keep your knowledge base up. You don't know when it will happen. You got that right. You got that right. Yeah, it, it could happen tomorrow. You never know. Exactly. Based on this conversation, it could even happen tomorrow. You know, um, Dan spoke about the ergonomics and posture. Uh, I, I am assuming that was basically echoing what you were, what you were speaking there. Queen, uh, there's so much really that I would like to unpack from this conversation. <laughs> I actually think that I may yeah. have to ask you to come in for a part two, to be honest, because no I problem got a lot, at all. I got a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah. I, I am I am always happy to talk and, and to, to educate persons about my profession and um always happy to you know get get the professional you know let people know that let people know what we do you know let let persons know that we are so much more than just a sprained wrist or you know a a, a massage so to speak you know I'm I'm always happy so if you need a part few, a part three, a part, <laughs> a, a part 12, Kurt, you know where to find me. Um, I am, I am always, I am always here, always available. Well, I got a lot of appreciation for that. I'm glad that you were willing to come in here and spread your, your knowledge. And there's a lot that you were able to present today in a very, very, uh, in a way that everybody could understand everything that you said. You know, because um, I, I mean, I just looking at your comments here. Cam decrypted. She has some clapping, the, the clapping emoji for the information <laughs> that you were speaking. Stefan Demar says, very informative. Mia says, fantastic job. Yes, on Another one of the nicknames. <laughs> Dawn says, learned a lot. Uh, True Blue says, Uncle Queen, great job. <laughs> oh, you, you look like a fairly young man, and you know that, that, that you'll be represented as Uncle Queen. Um, yeah, Cam like, got some babies. <laughs> ah, <okay. laughs> you see, y'all telling Cam me about these, but working with the peds, I, I got a few babies, man. <laughs> right, right, right. There you go. <laughs> Cam Decrypted says, definitely a great session. Melissa says, florally educational and so fascinating. Dan says, this is my physio and one half of my nuisance squad. <laughs> nuisance squad. <laughs> Louis says, fantastic life. Daniel says, very informative. Great job, King. <laughs> uh, Melissa says, definitely need a part do. Again and again. Kurt, you free for Saturday? Well, I kind of got some here up for Saturday already. That will be Dr. Drake's coming back for his part too. But most definitely looking to get Queen back in as soon as possible. Um, a lot, a lot of comments here. Uh, so my sprint said he saw a COVID patient to today who had a moderate case at the beginning of the month. And he is unable to stand and walk. Even it happens. Wow, it has happens. Severe it happens really quickly. Yeah, you're you're asymptomatic with COVID. You are asymptomatic until you are not. And yeah, uh, we, we we haven't. Yeah, we haven't we haven't learned enough. COVID hasn't been around long enough for us to know everything about it. So it's, it's always a, a kind of continuing spectrum of things with, with COVID specifically. But um, yeah, it, it can happen and it, it does happen 
and you know we we, we gotta be prepared for stuff like that. Well, you know what? Just like um, doctors who are looking at it every day, and we gotta continue to pray for the doctors looking at this thing every day. All the counselors, indeed, as well. Um, we also gotta include the physios um, and everyone who's dealing with rehabilitation. Keep those in your prayers as well, because you can't be looking at yeah. a man who you know, was generally okay um, a few days ago, and then the next thing you know, this man is struggling to even stand. You know that that yeah, has man. to be very hard on the psyche. You know, so we yeah. go or, keep, keep you guys in our prayers. Yeah, or or I just want to put in a word here for our, our physios at the QEH because our, our QEH physios do a phenomenal job, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. sometimes sometimes they get a lot of a lot of a lot of heat thrown at them, but mm-hmm. they do phenomenal work, and and it's it's them. They are the ones who are on the front lines at Harrison Point, right? It's right. it's it's all right for me to to come and, and educate you about it from my from my living room. But we have physios on the front line, you know, who are literally putting their lives on the line um, to, to make that difference that I just educated you about. So, you know, hats off to, to, to our QEH physiotherapists as well. And, and really and truly, I, it's, it's not... I don't want. I didn't want this this life to be about me. I wanted it to be about the profession, right? And and from the from the feedback so far, um, I think that that that's definitely been the message. I think that's definitely been the message. Um, it's 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 all about it's all about the the profession and pushing this profession forward, and and showing people and and educating people as to what we do and what we can do. Well, Karina, to be honest with you, I can say that you've done a fantastic job because you covered exactly what you wanted to achieve here. Spreading knowledge, you have done that. You will get a 10 out of 5 for that day <laughs> because you did a fantastic job giving us the information. And it just means that everybody here saying it. Teach saying, great job, Queen. Um, Amir Jango says, wait, that's the, um, the opening batsman from... Um, I train that or Guyana. Django says favorite physio. Um, very informative. That says from, from Howell. Physicare Barbados giving you the, the hands clapping emojis. Um, <laughs> Pops physio is in. Yeah, it's always good. As well. Always um, good to get so ratings from physios, about, man. I'm glad. Yeah. Yeah, they are speaking about um, being active during pregnancy. So I think that's a very, a very um, interesting. Yeah, tune in as well. Tune in. So, so, so most definitely, guys. I want to thank all of you for coming through. Queen, I really want to thank you as well for for spreading this information. No problem man. at all, man. Anytime, yeah, literally. Blessing, and uh, we know we can get you back for a part few. <laughs> part few. Choose as you ready. First is the hashtag, and um, a little loaded yeah, for the ones in the back. <laughs> <laughs> we went over time but you guys stayed with us all the way through yeah thanks a lot, thanks a lot. <laughs> i always wanted wars in the chat for me you know i always wanted wars in the chat <laughs> thanks a lot for having me kurt thanks for the platform um thank you guys thank you guys for for tuning in and listening because if it was just me and kurt talking it still wouldn't have got got any message across so thank you guys for tuning in as well. And um, 
yeah, if, if really and truly there's anything that you want to know or anything like that, just feel free to reach out, you know? I'm a, I'm a pretty pretty laid-back and approachable guy, so feel free to reach out, man. Yeah, man, I'll be one time for that as well. He is a, he is a very appro approachable person, so you can definitely ask him any questions. Um, at K underscore Dal, was the number behind it? 92. At K underscore Dal 92. We got enough ones yeah. in the chat coming for you, bro. Look at yourself, man. Thanks, Kurt. Blessings, my brother.